0: Hey guys, welcome back to the influence community. We're your hosts, Alyssa and Danielle. This is where we spill the tea, talk all things
1: influencing, and try to keep up with the ever-changing industry. Grab a coffee, sip your tea, and we
0: hope you enjoy today's episode. Hey guys! Happy Cyber Monday. (laughs) Oh yeah. So excited. More shopping. More shopping. I feel like Cyber Monday has taken over Black Friday at this point because I did not go to a single store myself. Like, everything no, I did No, I feel online. like it's, like, and the whole weekend is cyber, quotes Monday. Cyber shopping weekend, yes. um, Yeah, so how was your Thanksgiving? I think it was both of our yes. first time hosting, which was fun. Love so how was it? How would it go?
1: It went really, really well. We got, like, some new furniture in. I just feel like I wasn't in my hosting era because I don't... Like I need to love, I'm realizing the furniture and the aesthetic of my house to be like, oh my gosh, super exciting about, super excited about hosting. So now that that's coming together, I feel more like that. But anyways, yeah, so we had, I think we had like the same amount of people over, like I think we had 12 or 13 people Um, and it went really well. I feel like it went really well though because we weren't actually doing a lot of the cooking like I made two dishes and Josh's mom did so
0: much her heart
1: (laughs) she they literally brought a wagon over like it was crazy so I think that actually took a lot of the pressure off but it was really really good and I had fun and now I'm like excited I'm honestly excited for next year I'm like okay like
0: love that yeah what about you Yeah, ours was good. So yeah, we had 11 people and three dogs total. (laughs) So it was a full house. And like, obviously, so grateful we moved into a new house to host that because we definitely could not have done that at our old place. We probably would have just like done it at an Airbnb that um, Andrew's parents rented or something. But it was so nice to have everyone over. Mm. His sister hadn't seen the house yet. and Her whole family came out. So that was really nice. And yeah, we cooked... It honestly didn't take that long on Thursday. I think we started cooking at like one30 32 2-ish. And oh, we nice. were eating by like 4, 4.30. And yeah, we did a lot of cooking just because Andrew's sister has two young children. So they were very occupied with that. So we... I personally prefer ham over turkey, so we don't even do turkey. We did ham and then just all like the typical Thanksgiving things like corn, mashed potatoes, green bean casserole, stuffing, um, salad, rolls, just like all the yummy things, and it was so fun, and yeah, like you said, like having like a pretty furniture that you're excited about Mm -hmm. is so helpful, and it like just gets you excited to host, and like, set up the table and do the whole thing, so that was really fun, and I feel like it was a really good family time, and I've never hosted that many people before, but I feel like it was, it went really smoothly and was just fun mm. and very just chill, so. love it. Yeah, it was good, yeah. and then, and then Friday, Black Friday shopping, did you buy anything? What'd you buy? Honestly, I, I know you bought I feel stuff. like I bought a lot, <laughs> like, Okay, so I got. Oh my God! Tell us. I love. Okay, so honestly, Wayfair had really good sales, dude. Um, I bought a whole patio set. Wait, I'm screaming from Wayfair. (laughs) Off Wayfair, yeah. Okay, they had like literally the best deals. We, it was like five thousand dollars off. I'm like confused. (laughs) Truly,
1: they had the best deals. Dang! Oh my gosh, that's exciting! I can't wait to see it. Yeah, I'm so excited. Oh, and then like you can use your like to know it commission <laughs> link
0: yeah i could link um, that's what it. i did too.
1: uh yeah we finally cute. we bought a couch like so excited it's love that. really cute i'm excited i it's definitely we bought one for like we have like two what do you call it like living room wait what are they called like there's like a living like a living, a living, room, and like a a living room. room and family room i don't know which one is which but the one that's not your the living TV. room has the tv that's the tv okay wait living room is the tv Okay, yeah, that's so funny. Okay, family room. We bought a family room couch to go with, like, the this cute coffee table we got and, like, two chairs. So that one is, like, the aesthetic couch that I don't think is going to be comfortable, but we'll see. I'm, I'm hoping. Yes, yes. For the vibes. But we don't have a comfy couch yet. So we got the aesthetic couch. Just excited about that. I got, like, a really, really cute, like, pink little statement chair that looks kind of like an Eternity Modern one. It's, like, just, like, that bubble vibe chair cute. for my like filming room which I'm excited about and then I think we bought a dining room table like it just that we just wanted a small round one I can't remember if we bought it though um or if we were gonna keep looking I need to double check on that but yeah I bought some furniture stuff bought some clothes I'm trying to remember okay I think I did Abercrombie I should have looked up my Hold on, you you go. I know. I'm you- like, let me
0: look at my order confirmation. <laughs> I'm like, okay. okay, yeah. So we
1: we I'm definitely did up. the
0: patio furniture set because I have been looking at it for like six months Love. anyway, Good and thing you waited. it was like, yeah, major sale. I think it was a like, I want to say like a total of like maybe three thousand dollars for the long seat, a love seat, a chair a coffee table and a side table it's like five or six pieces That's wow. and it's like originally like $8000 or something so we finally did that cuz we had been waiting Period. um well, I'm trying to think about other furniture. If anything, uh, I'm still like looking at the coffee table, but we don't have room. I don't think we have room in our living room, and then it'll like take away from where Dexter lays, like by the couch, oh my and God. I don't want to like. We had him. to face
1: that for you Kylo. Know what I mean? I, we feel very bad.
0: Um, so I think, like you said, I'm going to put the coffee table in like the family room that's not as used. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me... Oh, I bought the Tanlux water stuff that you recommended. Yay. You're going to I love. bought a mini Furbo camera for... Oh gosh, we have the big idea. Furbo, but a mini one to put in a different room so we can watch the doggies because they get into stuff. Um, I'm just like going through my emails. Oh, we bought a rug also for the patio, like Ooh, an outdoor rug. from where rug. I need to get a rug rugs usa is personally my go-to i just feel like they have i like their options the best and i feel like their pricing is pretty good and i bought rugs from rugs usa at our old place and i bought all my rugs for our new place there and honestly i've been like very happy with all of them so i just stick with that um what else what? let's see I bought oh I bought a caraway like nonstick baking pan I have a large one and I needed a medium so I did that Amazing. um I'm trying Productive. to think what else. oh yeah I bought some basics for that brand Riona Um, Just because, like, after I got my girlies done, some of the tops are a little tight, and I really like them, Mm -hmm. and I don't wear them because they're too tight. So I just, like, got different sizes in them. So Oh, and my planner. Every Black Friday, I restock up on my planner that I do from Erin Condren. Yeah, She can, like, customize it, and, like, I feel like I'm very specific. I need to see, like, the entire week. I need the columns. I need it broken down by hour, and she has that. So um okay i'm like looking
1: i did an order from Uh, urban outfitters they had a 40 percent off everything they literally never do that so i got like some winter accessories and like a little skirt just like random things i've been eyeing from them that i finally was able to check out
0: yeah um there was another one now i'm forgetting i lost it Oh, I, like, have a couple carts where I need to check out. But Victoria's Secret is also having 40% oh off. Oh, my God, I was and I have my cart. as I'm going to the um, website, so I remember. I... Like the bras that we got when we went to that event are like my favorite bras ever. They're so soft. So I want to get more of those. Oh my God, and wow, they're like 40%. thirty dollars. Wait, for I'm a bra. screaming. I literally almost bought pajamas
1: that from them the so other day. Good. And now I'm going to because they're actually forty percent off. Oh, and warm. then the panties
0: so are yes. seven for thirty five. So I'm gonna like stock up on some stuff there because I was I needed to anyway. So it's yeah the sale so I just feel like a lot of my purchases were like adulting yeah slash kind of like things I already was gonna do and then with the sale because like it was a good time man. I looked at the skim sale and it wasn't yeah. everything only certain things were on sale and the stuff that I wanted was not on sale
1: I looked at skims so. too but I swear to god like I either I have to shop them when it drops because I feel like they're always sold out of the things I want like literally literally always um so I yeah I was looking at at skims but didn't get anything
0: yeah and then I ordered these boots from Zara but it had nothing to do with Black Friday they just got delivered on Friday so that was exciting (laughs) that's exciting (laughs) uh yeah I think that's like pretty much it though
1: oh I have like a a cart going on like farfetch and essence but like I don't know if I'm actually going to check out. Yeah. They're still expensive, but like Farfetch has I think 25% off.
0: But yeah, that's good cuz Forward was also doing their sale too. I don't know. Yeah. Still see, but Yeah, those were the purchases.
1: I feel like I I got a lot of my the ones I said last week. I got them last week, like Tula, like all my like restocks. I don't know why I bought them so far. In- oh, I bought them oh so far my in gosh! because they stay the same. that reminds
0: me. Um, the Ice Clinical Moisture Emulsion yeah. was, I think it's like 30% off on Amazon
1: for black which Friday? is so good oh my god yes. wait i'm totally gonna get it okay i need to like put this out and so good because i, so I don't. just
0: ran out so i went and looked because i was like oh, i wonder if they run any deals which i feel like a lot of skin like high grade like medical skincare does not but i just googled it and like it came off like on a couple websites that it was 30 good off. so i was like done <laughs> i just like so quick you can hear checked me out type so fast
1: guys. i like i have to pull this up or so else i'll forget <laughs> um yeah so good to know wait yeah I feel like uh, amazing
0: okay it was a very good like responsible productive I'm Mm -hmm. like I feel like I made like like an irresponsible purchase but I can't think of it like did I (laughs) you're like like, not this week but maybe last week huh I don't know I feel like I'm missing something but same yeah, it was good. Good Black Friday. And then I feel like Cyber Monday, I feel like a lot of stores, either it's the same sale just the entire time or it's honestly a little worse. Like it's like, oh, free shipping because it's Cyber Monday, but like the discount isn't as mm-hmm. good. So, yeah, I feel like feeling pretty good about my purchases and like feeling responsible. So I feel
1: like Cyber Monday is outdated now because it literally was only yes f- to like entice people to shop online because no one did like I know. no one like, did everyone used to shop at the mall yeah uh, and uh, I've seen like so many cute throwback well they're not cute they're really chaotic throwback videos on TikTok about like have you seen like Victoria's Secret Black Friday
0: 2012 like um I literally was there like that was oh, me wait, I yeah. was her I was in those lines like fighting people at the bins that for this so, okay so those were the, the videos bras. i saw yeah yep, fighting at that the bins. was me.
1: and what an I've iconic time in history honestly like no one can recreate that like we'll never live that again
0: like, <laughs> yeah fun No times like row at that like me my mom and my oh, sister I'm would sure. go and like we had a plan so like funny. it was a thing so i know we talked about that at thanksgiving we used to stand outside in line at Best Buy oh God, to get yeah. the $99 portable DVD players for our road trips. Wow.
1: <laughs> we are dating ourselves.
0: Throwback. Throwback. But yeah. Okay. Anyways, we'll we'll wrap up our little Black Friday shopping mm-hmm. rant here. Let us know what you guys also, got. Oh, yeah, I'm going to post on stories because I want to see. I'm so excited. I love living vicariously through other people's purchases. Mm -hmm. So, um, and then, yeah, just like we're still working on our trip for next year, our group trip, we are just finalizing some details, trying to make the trip's absolutely perfect for you guys so stay tuned we are gonna share more as soon as we can and which is hopefully soon because we're so excited we're so excited and i don't think you guys are gonna guess this location like
1: maybe maybe not but like we're so excited, and I feel like when you guys find out about the location, you'll be really excited, too. I just think it's going to be such a fun girls' trip. Like, I'm yeah. truly so excited. I cannot wait I to it. I feel like it's it.
0: unexpected for us, yeah. kind of, Yeah, yeah but, yeah. like, so cool. So stay tuned. We will share as literally as soon as we can. So that is coming up. And then last thing, what is your current influence of the week besides all of your purchases? <laughs> Okay, I feel like right now um
1: my influence of the week is little faux for details on just for like okay, last week I said winter accessories, can't say that again, but like truly I feel like I'm I'm just loving and gravitating everything toward everything that has like faux fur on it i love like gloves with faux fur i just i love like the light pink like girly detail of faux fur specifically i feel like i'm specifically saying that because right before we Wait, started is the
0: faux fur pink i'm saying like
1: specifically <laughs> like pink faux fur so like like um i have a sweater that has pink faux fur on it oh. like just a trim yeah yeah, yeah. like maybe maybe yeah. i'll change it to like for trims because i think it's so cute especially for the winter but anyways like right before we started recording i was literally going on a pinning spree i feel like i'm finally getting really into pinterest because i i didn't really get it at first like i'm like okay like i'll pin here and there but now i'm like oh i get it now because now my feed is so it's giving tumblr vibes were you on tumblr Mm-hmm. okay yeah. this is like what it's giving me now and I I don't think I was curating my feed enough but now it, yeah. it's very curated and it's so cute it's like pink winter girly wonderland but like chic and like designer vines so I'm obsessed <laughs> with that. it but like anyways everything's going back to like little faux fur details I just I don't know I like love little winter details down to like little embroidered gingerbread or like I don't know I'm just like loving the little <laughs> like winter details so I just said like 20 influences Cute. but like hope you guys understand my vision but yes okay. what yeah, about you I love
0: that okay I think I said mine last week too just so that I wouldn't forget but if you didn't hear it last week um leather gloves specifically the long ones that actually reminds me I need to purchase those they're not on sale though which is a bummer but like the long faux leather gloves I feel like are so chic Mm -hmm. and add like such a good detail to outfits and I feel like even if your sleeves cover them they still look like you're still wearing leather gloves and I feel like it's just kind of an elevated look so I feel like I'm loving that right now I've been pinning some outfits with leather gloves and Yeah, like you said, like Pinterest is just like such a happy place where once you get like your feed like fine-tuned to like what you're looking for, it's like so I
1: will. Okay, we'll get into this at the end because I have this as a note. I actually have mixed feelings on Pinterest. It's so fun, but then I see all the stolen content, but maybe that's not how you're supposed to think of it, but I'm just like, I I don't know. We'll talk about it more, but yeah. Agree. agree. Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah, Except yeah. For okay. Content. <laughs> so, this week is our QA part two. We got so many questions from you guys last time we put a question box up that we figured we would just split it into two because there was kind of a bunch of topics. So, last week, if you didn't get a chance to listen yet, we kind of did like the trends and just like the lighter, less kind of influencer direct questions, I feel like. Um, and then this week, we're going to dive into more of the nitty gritty details that you guys asked so yeah this is Q&A part two so first question is how to get started making money as an influencer and I feel like so so many ways but yeah okay how to get started
1: I feel like a good place to start is because okay ugc user generated content which is essentially content creation Mm -hmm. for a brand you there are no requirements there are no follower requirements as long as you have a good eye have a good creative eye can create content really well like you could absolutely pitch yourself there and that's how you could start making money before I also feel
0: like I feel like affiliate links, like mm-hmm. you could definitely start like start a LTK profile and start leaking things that you're posting and tagging, and start building an audience on LTK and training your audience on socials to go shop your LTK, and then I feel like that affiliate income could be good side income as well too when mm-hmm. you're just starting out. And and I think to oh go ahead. I was just gonna say like a, as a little
1: note. I feel like it can be hard in the very beginning to like be linking things and quote unquote like training your audience because you might feel because I remember I did and I'm so happy Mm -hmm. I pushed through this but I remember I felt like oh why am I linking things like I'm a big time influencer I don't have a lot of followers but I just want to say I swear to God those are the girls that skyrocket because when you put that energy out there like you already know this is going to work out for you. You already know, like, you're not, there's no shame behind what you're doing. Like, you are just like, here's what I'm wearing. Here are the links. Like, I know you guys want to see the links. Like, just get into that mindset and I promise you it will be so contagious and people will be like, oh, wow, this girl knows what she's doing. Like, why doesn't she have more followers? I feel like there's a specific girl on TikTok that I've watched from like her having a thousand followers and she was posting as if she had like 500k and now she's really getting up there but i i feel like that's why like she was just like that Mm -hmm. from the beginning don't feel ashamed just go for it
0: yeah i feel like and that's the thing too is like you don't have to have a ton ton of followers to make money off affiliate links if you have a dedicated audience even if it's Mm -hmm. small like it can still be lucrative income so I feel like starting, like I feel like that is one thing I wish I did earlier was start that sooner. Same. And also, like we didn't get the link, a uh, feature until we hit 10k like, back in <laughs> what the IG days. Truly. So we were so like grateful to have that. So now I feel like everyone just gets it nowadays you know what I mean so it's like I don't know I would just feel so grateful to have that but it's like obviously a different mindset because the times are different (laughs) I totally forgot about that like people
1: really don't if you're just now starting yeah yeah, we didn't get the when we started out we couldn't link things unless you had 10,000 followers which is so weird
0: Mm mm-hmm I think it's 2019 or something. Yeah, so definitely like link things. I feel like those are probably the two main ways to start making money as an influencer. And then obviously, as you continue to grow and build your community and audience, then you can start pitching yourself for collabs. And there's obviously money in that. And I feel like it just kind of opens up the possibilities. And we do have episodes on this specifically just like money in general and then we have like multiple streams of income episodes as well too so I think if you just search in our podcast and just search search like make money I feel like that those should pop up as well Mm -hmm. too so hopefully that answers the question though I feel like there are definitely so many more ways now to make money when you start versus when we started so that's really cool that the industry has really kind of shifted that way so yeah okay Next question is: How do you guys plan out your content days? Just like while working, like your routines, organizing, etc. Um, okay, this is how I plan out
1: my content days. I feel like I used to. I used to be very scattered. I feel like I didn't really go in with a plan. I would put together outfits kind of last minute and then just hope for the best, honestly. But I realized like one, yeah. the more planning and thought I put behind it, the more it absolutely translates into your content and your posts. And like the more, I don't know, I just think things really changed when I started doing that. So I plan out my outfits. I have an ideal location and I always try to have like some sort of inspo photo that I can either show the person taking the photos or for me to just remember, like, that's the vibe I wanted. And I feel like that's been really, really helpful for me to have, like, just have so much, have an intention behind the post and the outfit and the overall vibe that I want to create. Like, as much as, um, is this going to be a very carefree, girly, like, I'm having, like, you know, like, that kind of vibe, or is it going to be a very sharp, Street style, like, she means business type of vibe. I don't Uh know, just down to the feeling, honestly. (laughs) Get really granular. Yeah. What about you?
0: Yeah, I feel like same, honestly. Like, for content, it's just planning out the outfits beforehand and actually trying them on because I feel like you can like pick out the outfit and like style it but it might not look how you envision it when you actually wear it so I feel like even just taking that step Mm -hmm. of like putting it on with your accessories your shoes so you can see and then it also saves time when you go out to shoot content because you know exactly what it's going to look like or like what specific poses you want to do or if you're you want to tuck you know your sweater in a certain way like you already know these things versus being at your location and then you're like wait I don't really like how this is looking like maybe I should do this maybe I should do that like that just like takes time so I feel like it definitely helps with efficiency so like planning ahead and then having I feel like for me locations I'm like I try to be a little flexible with because sometimes like an outfit that I think is going to work at a location just doesn't mm-hmm. and then I have to like switch the locations in my head so I feel like I just try to be like open with that and then of course if something isn't working just like not force it and just like leave it and do it another time um because that way it's like not wasting time on content mm-hmm. that I'm not even gonna use so I feel like that's important true. too Very true. um and yeah I feel like yeah I always I have like my pose folders and like my inspo folders that I save so I can just pull those up quickly and just kind of scroll and get an idea of what I want the photo to look like and then that's what I'll do so yeah I feel
1: like that's kind of my thought process and this is like our batching content
0: process by the way
1: like sometimes we're sometimes like we can take it in the moment but like not always but this is for batching content um I was going to say oh yeah and then also on that note for batching content specifically I feel like it's really really helpful if you take like just an outfit selfie in the mirror before you leave because yeah yeah I oh my god there's been so many times where I forget like a specific key part to the outfit because I didn't you're just kind of like changing out of a bag or you're like Mm -hmm. on the go so you forget little details like so having that mirror photo is always really helpful
0: in organizing yeah so yes same yeah i think too especially with like winter it's like you have all your accessories and like your scarves and your gloves and your hats and it's like if something like falls out of your bag and it's not physically in front of you then you completely miss it and then you take the photo and then you go home and you're like oh shoot i really wanted to shoot shoot it like with this And then you have that struggle of like, well, do I just like reshoot it later the way I wanted Mm -hmm. or do I just use what I have because I shot it and it's still really good. It's just like not exactly what I had envisioned basically. So just save yourself that struggle and that time. And yeah, we've said this before too. I feel like the more prep you do, the better Mm -hmm. it's going to be and the more efficient and it is. And I feel like the more fun you have with it as opposed to like just stressing so, yeah, I feel like that's kind of how we plan out our content days. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. Next question is Do you guys plan out your content and videos for the week/slash the week before, or is it on a whim? I feel like we
1: try. Uh, good question. As much as we can to plan out, but you obviously can't plan out everything perfectly to a T. Like, we absolutely don't plan out I mean I definitely don't plan out everything the week before I feel like I'm trying to as much as you as much as I can but sometimes things happen in the week where I actually can't do that or like I also don't like want to stress myself out but I mean I have an idea of things I want to shoot for that week and lately I've been writing down videos I want to film and that's been really really helpful so um
0: like, yes and no, I guess. What about you? I feel like... Wait, I I was kind of reading this question as about, like, posting. Like, do you plan out the... Oh, like, So, are you talking about, okay. like, content? Or you, you're you talking about creating? I was creating. talking
1: about creating the content. I didn't... Okay. Okay, yeah. Well, I guess in terms of, like, posting... If I have, if I have the content already shot, like that is amazing. Like in Paris, we shot a lot. So I was able to plan out for the week, but usually I don't, honestly.
0: Um, What about you? I feel like for me, it's like a little bit of both. Like we plan out the outfits we're going to shoot, but like when I'm posting on a day to day basis, I don't. And the only reason I feel like it's like both is because I used to literally plan out my feed two weeks in advance. Oh, yeah, like was I crazy. had my content lined up like two weeks out and I knew what I was posting. Now I don't do that anymore. And I feel like we shoot the content, we have the content. And then the night before I post, that's when I'm deciding what I want to post. Like I, I don't have like... Mm-hmm i have to post this on this day like i will like look at my feed and i'll be like okay i need a certain background like which background have i not used recently and like okay like i just posted like a black outfit so i want to post like a beige or a white outfit just to switch it up so then it's kind of like this puzzle where i have to find a certain background with a certain outfit color and then that and then and then it's like the pose too i'm like okay I posted, like, full body last time, so now I want to post, like, maybe something sitting or, like, a different angle. So I, like, go and figure out, like, what I need in my next post, and then I go through the content, and I figure out, like, which one fits best. Yeah. So, like, to me, that's, like, it's not as planning, it's not, like, super planning how I used to plan, but it's still, like, kind of planning the night before. I don't know. So... Yeah, I wouldn't say it's on a whim, but I definitely just do it the night before where I feel like I just like pick what I think is going to best fit the feed mm-hmm. in terms of like all the different locations that we use and just creating diversity and dimension on the feed with colors, backgrounds, and outfits. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's kind of my thought process behind that, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Definitely. don't try to, I don't want to stress myself out about it. Like I used to be a little better where like after we shot, I would go through the content and like go through and sort it and edit it, but I don't even do that anymore. So when I pick my photo for the next day, I actually have to like go through the content, edit it, and then prep it. So mm. kind of takes a hot second, but I don't know why or if this is just me, but I feel like the most inspired right before I post. So it's like when brands want you to like pre-write a caption, I'm like, I just like, I don't know what I'm going to be feeling that day. What if I want to change the caption when I post? Like, I don't know. I feel like I just feel more inspired kind of in the moment or right when I'm posting. I don't know why, but (laughs) so that's why I like to prep like the day before. So, or the night before. So yeah, that's kind of my thought process on that. So, okay. Okay. Next question is, how do you guys find events to go to? Um, Okay, we've said
1: before that we really like... Okay, PR brands usually have a lot of events that they invite girls to. Usually, brands will hire PR companies um, and they will handle their events. So, PR companies, reach out to them and just simply say... Would love to be on your event list for any brands that you represent or if there are any um, events coming up, I'll be in the area. Um, Let me know. Just something really casual like that. That would totally work. And then I also feel like if you see a brand that usually has events like for holidays or even for seasons, like a summer event, winter event or whatever, just keep them in mind and simply DM them honestly. Doesn't hurt to ask. Like Alyssa loves to say, "You don't ask what you don't get." Or wait,
0: you don't. Wait. <laughs> you don't get what you don't ask for. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah, and I feel like too. It's like once you're on a PR list, then that's great because then they usually these companies represent so many brands. So then it's kind of like you. You'll find you're in, and they'll invite you to events. And I feel like. You, I think it is about relationship building. So it's like if you do get invited and maybe it's not like a dream brand, I would personally still go if you're trying to build a relationship with this PR company kind of from at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And then because I feel like once they see that you're one of the girls who go, they will keep inviting you. But if they're going to invite you to events when you're just starting to build that relationship and then you don't go or you don't show up, They're going to be like, well, why are we inviting this girl? Like, she never comes. Mm -hmm. So I think, like, make sure you're making really good first impressions when you're starting to build out the relationship with the PR agency. And then later on down the line, I feel like you can be a little bit more selective. But I think you do have to show them you're willing to go to the events to keep getting invited, basically. And I feel like it does kind of help, obviously, if you're in a city, like a major city that does these kind of things so obviously like New York or LA like I don't know that's like where a lot of events are they have a ton in like Vancouver to Toronto, mm-hmm. like Miami. I feel like a lot of brands are starting to pop up in like Nashville and Chicago as well. So I definitely feel like it helps if you are in one of those cities for sure because I know some smaller cities, they just aren't really into the influencer marketing space or they don't have those kinds of events. So mm-hmm. I feel like it can be difficult if you are not in kind of driving distance, I would say. So Sometimes I feel like that's just kind of part of the job. Is like, we're lucky enough, we live in San Diego, which is near LA. So we're able to get to LA for events. And I feel like that's really helped. So it's like, if you can get somewhere, try to let brands know that because I think they're not going to assume that you're just going to like come to their event that's two hours away, Mm -hmm. basically. Like, that's what we had to do at the beginning. We had to like let brands know and be like, hey, I know my address is in San Diego, but you know I do come to events or I come to LA to go to events so like if you have any activations like I would love to attend and that's how we started getting invited to events I feel like yeah we had to like put that out there Mm -hmm. so that's just something to kind of keep in mind as well and then I feel like if you are in a smaller city go to like local events like if like here in San Diego we have a couple of boutiques that do like small local influencer events and I feel like that's always fun to go to as well and then when you share in your stories it shows other brands that you go to events too. I don't know. You kind of just like have to put yourself out there and kind of start the cycle and like put it out there that you go to events mm-hmm. so that you get invited to more events if that makes sense. Yeah. I feel like that's what we kind of did at the beginning. But yeah. It's definitely I feel like it definitely takes work. Like, I don't think it just kind of happens, especially if you don't live in a major city mm-hmm. that does events all the time, like LA or New York. So keep that in mind, too, if you are in a smaller city. Like, it, it can be hard. So yeah. don't get too down about it, I would say. Um, okay, next one is how to pitch to brands for PR and gifting.
1: Um, I feel like when I was
0: starting out I thought
1: I had to send multiple paragraphs with reasons why they should put me on their gifting list and And like introducing myself and
0: like who I am and like my background it (laughs)
1: is just not that serious I am learning truly I think the shorter the better I would say if I was pitching a brand for PR and gifting I would literally just say hey I adore the brand I would love to be on your PR list um, let me know like something literally
0: so simple or yeah. Like who's the best person to reach yes. out regarding this. Yes.
1: If I don't have the email, that is definitely what I would say. Now I just DM, like I will just DM and say that and ask for the email and then just email them over from whatever email they sent from via DM and just say, Hey, following up from our DMs like would love to be put on the PR list, if there is any availability um, or open spots or whatever, let me know. I try to now ask it as a question instead of saying like, I would love le- okay, I know I just said this, but I would actually, <laughs> let, me, let me rewind because I'm trying to reframe my brain. Now I ask it in a question where it's a literal yes or no, instead of saying mm-hmm. would love to be added to the list, let me know. I'm sorry I just said that but I I'm forgetting that this is my new (laughs) new way I would actually say is there any availability to be added to your PR list question mark so they have to say yes or no because if not they'll just be like oh yes we would love if you don't ask it as a question I feel like they would just say like would love to add you if anything comes up thanks for asking Uh xl But you just want to just be direct, ask it as a question. So I try to, if I'm asking a question or want something, I always try to ask it as a yes, no. When before I was more ambiguous and I was like, oh, let me know maybe if there's anything. But like, no worries if not. I don't do that anymore. And I feel like that's made a huge difference. Love
0: that. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like my, I like to DM first because I feel like it's just easier. And then like you said, just DM them, keep it short mm-hmm. and so simple because they can always like click your profile and then see your content. Like you don't have to give this big explanation. Like you can definitely like say you love the brand. Like there's nothing wrong with that. But I just like reach out and I'm like, hi, like absolutely love this brand and this product. Um, I would love to be added to the PR list. Who's the best person to reach out to regarding this? Because then I feel like that, gives me the email and then I will go and email and be like hi like I just connected with your social team on Instagram or hi um you know you just sent me your email via Instagram and I just wanted to connect here and I would love to request to be put on your PR list and then like you said like ask like a yes or no question and not leave it Mm open-ended and just saying like is there any availability for this do you have any upcoming mailers i would love to be added whatever it is and then i feel like normally through the dms if they give you their information they're probably going to send you pr Mm -hmm. so i feel like that's just like kind of a good approach to it for pr and gifting i feel like Mm -hmm. but yeah short and simple No, I literally felt like I used to write out my PR slash gifting requests the same as like I would pitch a brand. And I just cringe at that but that's okay you live and you learn and you go through all the stages and it's fine at
1: first but you just honestly the more you get into it the more pitches you send the more emails you send the more you're just in this industry like you get really comfortable with no's and brands ghosting you like truly it just does not even affect you anymore so
0: yeah maybe that's
1: why but yeah short and sweet I think
0: too another note I think it's still important to stay professional in these requests and responses like I don't know how everyone else does it but like for me personally I am not going to start the conversation with hey babe oh or like hey girl you know what I mean like like keep it like professional still and I feel like I don't know like if there's generational differences yet like mm-hmm. just because i know there's like younger girls you know and like some girls like now it, i feel like it's so normal to not go to college but like when we were starting out like college was like an absolute like no questions asked like you go to college kind of thing and so like i took business courses and they would teach you literally they would spend a whole class teaching you how to write a professional email and I think that kind of etiquette is still so so important so as a tip I would definitely say like still just be very professional like hi say their name or hello you know brand team whatever it is if you don't have anyone's name like still keep it like very professional until you have developed that relationship until you have met these brand reps in real life multiple times you have their cell phone number until you're on that relationship where you can be like hey babe mm-hmm. you know what i mean like sometimes i think people might think like oh like i want to be like casual and relatable and like but like this is still like a professional business this is your job this is how you're making money so i do think it is important to maintain that professional aspect for a good amount of time until you have built that relationship so just wanted to put that out there not sure not sure what everyone's doing out there but yeah if you were questioning it keep it professional yeah um okay next one is oh this is an interesting question okay well what's the weirdest brand request that you have ever received okay do we think
1: this is referring to like collaborations or just anything
0: I don't know. I feel like answer it how you uh, you want to, because I don't honestly know.
1: I feel like I haven't had a lot of weird requests, literally. But if we're talking about collaborations, the only one I can think of... Like the brand was weird? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. The only one I can think of. and, And okay, this isn't weird. It's just very not my brand. Like, abso- like, imagine this, like, I'm just, I just post a static photo of me with a vibrator. Like, that. that's what they wanted. Um, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: However, I've, I've seen those multiple too. celebrities with this specific brand do that, do exactly that. Okay, but, like, they're probably
0: paying the celebrities so much money. No, that's the thing, like,
1: like, I know that this brand has money, like, I know, like, if I was... I think one time, and this is a different company. Could you imagine? I did.
0: Danielle just posts
1: a vibrator.
0: On and one time, feed. this was
1: like two <laughs> years ago. For like shits and giggles, I was like, okay, this is my rate, and I it was like two k more than my normal rate, and they said, yeah. But then I was like, wait, actually, I can't. You're
0: like, I can't. Like, like I you're was like, like just oh kidding.
1: no, actually, I can't do this. Um, just not my brand. I feel like there's a way that you could actually do that. Very. I actually saw this girl on TikTok that I really like. She's funny, though. And I feel like when you have a funny, like, humor, more of a humor audience, like, that's the content you post, I feel like yeah. you can do that really, really well. But just, like, specifically my brand, it doesn't work right now. So
0: I guess that's the only <laughs> thing I can think of. What about you? That is so funny. Um. Yeah, honestly, I've been trying to think, and I can't. Weird brand request yeah and trying to think like any weird locations any I feel like not anymore I feel like when we first started out it was like kind of weird Mm -hmm. I don't know like remember that period one you did oh my god yeah (laughs) I mean and like you know I would do it
1: that one was weird because first of all, they were, they wanted content that was so specific and kind of weird, but yes, I do remember that. How funny. I've done like two, honestly.
0: Weird. But you know what? We uh, love I women's I wish style. I like, yeah. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with them. It's just the collab, the campaign concept was but Yeah. Um. Okay, I'm just trying to think. I wish I prepped this one and like went back and looked because I can't really think of anything. I guess the only weird one that I can think of that truly, truly haunts me to this day and is like my biggest regret in like my whole I'm life. I feel like I know. What is you're that say. one that I did? I, I can't even remember. I think it was Hinge. Oh, it was.
1: I didn't, I thought you were just going to say when you like Photoshopped a product and then they. Oh <laughs> my gosh.
0: Yeah. But they didn't ask me to do that. I did that by myself. That's and true. That's true. That's Wait.
1: Okay. What was, <laughs> what was that? They
0: wanted, I was obviously in a relationship and everyone knew I was in a relationship, but oh. they, the scripts that they sent over were like, get ready with me to go on a first date. And I like told them and i was like hey like i'm in a relationship can i be like get ready with me to go on this date where i met this person on this app and they were like no it's fine like we just want that and so that was like at a time where i was just kind of like didn't push back yeah i was just like said okay and just like followed the script and then i put this campaign live and then like so many people dm'd me and they were like oh my god like did you and andrew break up like what oh my god i feel like and i, I was like oh my god i was like i look that. so bad right now and i feel like such a fraud and i hated it but yeah that's the only thing <gasps> yeah, i can I think yeah. of that was kind of like weird um that is pretty weird yeah but they would say like I don't oh, know why no, they did just- that yeah. So yeah, weird, weird times. Yeah. But I feel like for the most part now things are very normal. Brands are very normal.
1: Yeah. Like I feel it. like there's <laughs> more of a people. That I feel like there's an industry standard now, and before there, there was not.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like the only weird thing to me now that happens is when brands don't send a brief at all and I ask them if they have a brief and they're like, no, and then I say, okay, and then I submit my content and they're like, actually, can you completely change this and do this? Yeah. So I think we've talked about this before where we absolutely send our concepts now no matter what Mm -hmm. because like refilming is so frustrating. so annoying. So, and like... It's only annoying when, when the brand side doesn't come in prepared. If the brand comes in, gives a brief, gives specifics, give like key points they want to hit. And then I send my concept and then, then, and then everything's good. But when that process isn't happening and they just let you like do whatever, and then you know what works best for your audience and then they want you to change it. That's when it gets weird. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Cause I'm like, why we could have saved time here, but it's fine. So yeah, that's the only, those are the only things I can think of. Mm -hmm. So, okay. Next question is tips on filming in public when you guys are alone or I guess when you're just alone in general.
1: Good question. Um, I know this can be very, so scary, nerve wracking, but I just feel like my tip would just be push through it because you'll build really tough skin where you just build these natural blinders and you all of a sudden can't see anyone else around you when you're like shooting your content but it's hard at first so just truly push through that's my tip
0: and I feel like do what you can do what you're comfortable with Mm -hmm. like if this is your first time go out and try to get one outfit in and like if you have your tripod like it's fine especially if you don't have like someone to shoot content with you like we know so many girlies who do tripod content and it is what it is like at the end of the day you have to love what you do obviously and like who cares what other people think you're never going to see these people again and they're not paying your bills so it truly shouldn't matter and we, I think we talked about this last episode I or I don't too. remember when we talked about this, but like people make fun of you or maybe, I don't know when we talked about this, but people will like make fun of you when they're insecure yes. or they don't understand something. Yeah. And that's, and that's on them. If it bothers <laughs> someone, that is not it on it truly you. is
1: coming from a place of like insecurity, jealousy. They wish that they yes. could put themselves out there, but they can't. I just, why would that
0: bother someone if it, like who cares if someone is taking yes. a photo of their outfit it is truly or filming like again yeah. not that serious like and obviously it's like be respectful of like public property of private property and people's property and stuff but as long as you're being respectful in your in the space that you're at like there are no issues and like for us at this point we shoot at the same places pretty consistently so we know like a lot of the workers now that like work at the hotels or work at the coffee shops nearby and like we always just say hi to them now and like it's chill and like no one says anything and like it's like not a big deal so definitely practice makes perfect like the more you do it the better you will get at it the easier it will get and like the less you'll you'll care each time you just have to put yourself out there the first few times which is the hardest so it's like if you just go out and do it for one minute and then run back to your car like you should be proud of yourself Mm -hmm. next time try to do a little more and just keep building your confidence and or maybe try to go if you can when it's like less busy times I don't know I feel like you can do it like it's it takes time and just know you're not alone in that. yeah yeah so many people have been through that so including ourselves Mm -hmm. so you've got this um okay next question is is the canon g7x worth the investment in your opinion or are we good with the iphone camera for the girlies that don't have one which one do you prefer taking photos on um okay i feel like it's
1: obviously worth okay from my perspective if i was in this position and i would tell my if my future self could tell me <laughs> i would say that personally i would just stick with the iphone i love the i love the photos that the canon g7x takes but my audience i think responds better to my iphone ones i'm learning than my g7x one but i already had it because i bought it literally in 2019 four or five hundred dollars for the video aspect but i really do like the option that i have both um however i think i'm good with the iphone if i had to choose what about you
0: yeah i feel like i'm torn like if you're going to vlog if you're gonna do youtube if you're gonna record Mm -hmm. other content on your camera then definitely i think it's worth having both um I do love the Canon photos as well. Mm-hmm. I love the kind of like glowy look. But like you said, I feel like I don't know why my audience doesn't respond as well to it. But I do love how night photos yeah, the turn night photos out on are it. Really I think the night photos are my favorite part. So I think it is nice to have options. It is nice to switch it up. But if I had to pick one, I would just stick with my phone. I don't know, but like I do like to do YouTube, and yeah. I like to vlog. So it's like I feel like I have my camera on me anyway. So yeah, you, then you use it a lot I for like vlogging and stuff. So then I have it. So I like it, and like even if my audience doesn't like respond as well, sometimes I'll post photos like here and there. Like it's, yeah, like
1: it's nice having the option because we already have it. But if I was yeah. starting out. Because I remember it, I yeah. was thinking like, oh my God, everyone has a G7X. Like I need to invest to invest in my business. Like I would say that's not necessary if you can't financially do it right now. Like it's not like do or die.
0: <laughs> yeah, like buying that Amazon clip on light is a game changer. hundred percent. Great, totally night photos as well, too. So it's definitely like not a must for sure. Mm-hmm. But it just depends on your intentions and like how much you're gonna use it and like that. If, if you think it'll be worth it and you're going to get a lot of use out of it, then I say it is worth the investment. If you're only going to use it for photos that you're maybe going to post on your feed every so often, then, like, maybe not. But, yeah. I like it, so. Um, okay, next question, kind of related. It says, are you upgrading to the new phone? Do you always upgrade for the camera quality? I feel
1: like we always try to – I feel like you – upgrade more than i do but we definitely always try to stay at somewhat current like I, I try to not be like more than two i don't think i've ever been more than two i think i'm always like either current like up, currently updated or i'm one behind maybe two i do feel like they mess with the camera quality so i would say yeah. i would upgrade to one one below the current one if you're not currently yeah i feel like they one. used to
0: be so good and like i feel like the 8 the 10 and the 12 were so freaking good it, with the cameras but like actually the 12 it kind of started going down i feel like and i don't know my phone plan that i have i just like have the upgrade every year so i lined it up with the new iphone drop mm-hmm. so i would just get it every year but i've honestly i still have a 13 because i which is so rare for me like i literally always have the new iphone i am so scared of the camera like like from what people post and what people share like it is so bad and i already feel like the 13 is pushing it and i feel like i know how to use my camera on the 13 to make it look how i want it to look and i feel like i do get this question a lot of like what do i take my content on how are the photos so clear like I feel like I have to work... Like, we have to work so hard to make sure the lighting is good. Mm -hmm. Like, to control the lighting in the area that we're in. Like, on the phone. And, like, a lot goes into it. Because these cameras, for whatever reason... I have no idea why Apple thinks anyone wants any photo overexposed ever. It makes no sense to me as to why they would just auto-adjust a photo. Like, no one asked for that. If they want their photo adjusted, Mm -hmm. they will go in and do it themselves. Like, I... Just don't understand. It's like not helpful at all and like ruins the photos. So I'm still on a 13 right now just because I feel like the camera quality, like, I always like wait to see what people say about the camera. And I just like, even like yours is the 14. And we like will hold our phones next to each other and like take a photo of the same spot. And hers comes out so much brighter, which like oh, obviously yeah, works for her aesthetic. But like for mine, like I just don't like that. So, I yeah, it's unfortunately, like, I, it's interesting because I just saw a TikTok
1: the other day about how it was this girl saying like, oh, has anyone else's camera just been glitching? Um, it's oh my shitty quality. The front camera is oh just my, so like, shitty. And I was, because the new iPhone's coming out, and I was like, oh my god, my camera has been glitching so bad. Like, it's slow, things are getting weird, so I feel like I am always forced to upgrade against my will, um, because it's so glitchy. But yeah, so people are starting to say that, and then the comments were obviously everyone agreeing, but
0: yeah, so we'll see. Yeah, so yeah, I still have a 13. I think we're on 15 now, but I just like in terms of phones, I don't think there was a big difference between 13 and 14 and T-Mobile kind of screwed me over. So I was like sticking it to them by not upgrading because they made me mad. (laughs) So then I just didn't upgrade. And then the 15 came out and I, and then I heard the bad things about the camera and like I heard of people like buying it and literally returning it. And I'm like, I am not about to move. 300,000 photos from one phone to the other just for that new phone not to work. And then I will have to move my 300,000 photos back onto my old phone. Like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. So, hopefully Apple fixes it or I don't know why it's going to happen. Yeah. But, yeah, it's kind of our thoughts on that. Mm-hmm. They used to be so good. So, I don't know what happened. They just tried to be too good. So. Yeah. Okay, next question is things that you would say are worth the investment for girls getting started in the industry, even down to the designer items. I feel like this is such a good, thoughtful question.
1: Yeah. I do feel like when you invest in your clothes and your accessories, um, it does really help in my opinion. If you're able to do it, if you're able to make an investment, like... For instance, if I was deciding between getting the Canon G7X, spending $700, or getting a luxury designer, like a Chanel brooch or something that I can wear multiple times, kind of elevate my outfits, getting started, I think I would do the Chanel brooch just because it depends like what kind of content you're trying to create, but I just, it really depends. But if you are saying down to the designer items, I do think it makes a difference, um, investing in yourself, investing in the clothes that you want to wear, investing into the audience that you want to attract. You just have to get clear on your vision because for some people Mm -hmm. that's not what, what they want. Like they're not into the materialistic, like they are the thrifty girlies, which like we love and respect, but just depends what kind of audience you want to attract. Like, do you want to attract the curated there? There are very curated, high quality photo girls that do a whole production for their photos and they have a very artsy audience so I feel like just think about the brands that you want to work with the content that you get excited about creating and kind of decide from there what you're investing in but yeah like for my audience personally that would be what it is
0: yeah, I feel like definitely and obviously invest in your camera. So like make sure you don't have like a super outdated phone. Like just make sure the camera yeah. is good quality. Like invest in paying for the storage and the editing apps. Like those are all obviously business expenses, but they I feel like personally like help your content. Um, for designer items, I feel like sunglasses are a really good investment because oh yeah, good if you wear them all the time, like price per wear, girl math, it's but like freak. literally, I feel like they also elevate yeah. photos. Yeah, and like, so I feel true. like sunglasses are kind of like the entryway into the designer world. Like they're a couple hundred dollars, like you said, instead of getting the Canon G7X that you may not use get a pair of nice designer sunglasses like the Pradas that a lot of people have I feel like they look so luxe and nice in photos but they're not too flashy and you can wear them. you can get a lot of wear out of them so it's like you know you're gonna use them Mm -hmm. and then I feel like too like if you're ready and you have the budget I think investing into like a Chanel bag but like you can definitely do like a vintage one and get them I feel like if you do your research and like really put in the work, you can get them for like a pretty decent price, like less than $4,000 if like that's what you're trying to do. Like you don't need to be go out and buying like $10,000 handbags. I think if you find one that's like a good staple, like the, if Like, for me, like, the black classic flap, like, I felt like that was such a good investment because the second I got it, I have used it so much, and I feel like it elevates my content, and I like how it looks, and I just, like, I use it, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, I, like, that was, like, a really good investment in my opinion, Um, but, yeah, I feel like sunglasses are, like, a good way to kind of start and feel it out, and then, yeah, your phone, your apps... What else? I feel like that's... Those are, like, the main things I would say. Yeah, like a
1: tripod. Honestly, get a tripod. Yeah. I feel like that's good for filming. Um, Bring light. Yeah, like, lighting light. is really, really good. Even lighting in your house. Furniture in your mm-hmm. house. Um, just think about the content that you like to watch and what sticks out to you and how you could be more... Like, that, I guess. Um, Like, Mm -hmm. how you can elevate. Um, And when you think of it from a business standpoint, I feel like things will come to you. Rather than just, like, a consumer standpoint.
0: Yeah. So... I feel like that's kind of, like, a good place to start. And obviously, like, stay within your means. Like, there's no yeah, don't get like reason to go into debt over this kind of stuff. Like, you can buy things secondhand. You can go on Poshmark. You can, like, go on all those sites and find things for way cheaper than retail. Just anything that, like, works. So, yeah. I feel like, yeah, just don't, don't rack up the credit card debt. Mm-hmm. It's not worth it. Uh, yeah. Okay, last question is Pinterest etiquette. Do you want to explain? <gasps> I'm like, should I
1: save should I just say it in this episode, or should we like save this for another one?
0: Um, I mean, we could just do it in this. Okay, one. I guess like short I mean, and sweet. we talked about it at the beginning. We hyped it up. Oh yeah, you're and then right. we are right. Leave everyone hanging. Okay. Yeah, I can't leave
1: you <laughs> hanging. Okay, I feel like Pinterest etiquette. I feel like we need to like chat about this, but also I want to hear your guys' thoughts on this because I'm just confused. Honestly, even your like your thoughts too, but just confused. I feel like we need to make sure on Pinterest, if you are building your Pinterest profile, I feel like this is the thing that I'm noticing. There are a lot of girls on Pinterest. They have like 10 million plus view- monthly views, literally and then i see their instagrams and i notice that they are kind of very 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 new in the industry and i feel like these girls have really really huge pinterest followings which is great like you can get paid collaborations like it can be very lucrative but i want to say if you are doing pinterest and building your profile be extremely mindful with crediting content like i just don't think this is happening enough on pinterest and i am literally any single photo that i see of me now i am commenting like this is my photo like actually sailed well on instagram because i like it's very uncommon to credit creators on pinterest which which literally shocks me blows my mind i guess like those those Um, Pinterest creators are getting the content maybe from someone else but it's just different when you're it's a created pin like it's different when it's it's one thing if you're pinning it to a board that's completely fine obviously but like they're
0: they're like literally yes they're creating a pin pin and it's like
1: and I it's not even like I see so many girls that we know on Pinterest and it's not credited I just don't understand it and then and then I go to their profile and it's 10 million plus monthly views, which like I didn't even know that was a thing, but it's just crazy. So I don't know. I'm just noticing that so much and it like really bothers me.
0: Yeah, it's weird. I feel like you should definitely like reach out to Pinterest and ask them like what their thoughts are and like how they monitor that. Cause I feel like for the most part, it's just like, yeah, people are just like posting inspo But, like, at what point is the line? Because then, yeah, they're, like, benefiting off your content, but you're not credited anywhere. So, it's, like, basically stolen content, but because Pinterest is just, like, And you can upload inspo. I know. It's, like... Yeah, but it's, like, so weird because it's, like, my brain doesn't even go there. Like, if I'm uploading a pin, it's my content. Yes. I would have never thought to, like, upload a pin of someone else's content. So, like, I, like, forget about that.
1: Um, I think that's – it's usually the girls. Like, it's never girls that we know that are actual creators. No shade. But, like, it is usually the girls that aren't really in the space – they don't understand that it's like not okay to just steal people's content and then monetize it. Like that is just we need to start talking about this more because I feel like there this is happening a lot. A lot, a lot. I'm I'm going through I'm going down like a rabbit hole and discovering new profiles every single day. That it like they have ten plus ten million plus monthly views and it's all just like girls we know, my content, like just stolen content it's so crazy i feel like they need to monitor it better
0: yeah that's definitely interesting but it like also these girlies who are new they probably don't even know how to monetize the content so i highly doubt yeah they I are guess i don't I just doing don't anything with that you know what i mean but then like why and then
1: if you're not monetizing at the end of the it, day then
0: why? right and at the end of the day say a brand reaches out for them to like collab like Then they're on their own and they got to create that content and then like. Yeah, but then can,
1: I don't know. I guess I don't know how Pinterest works, but it's like, can they just do a sponsored pin of like the brand? Like not even their content. It's like just the brands. Like, I don't know how Pinterest works, honestly, with that stuff. Like what if it was just a photo of the brand and then it links out to their website because they have 10 million monthly views. So that's my thought is like. That's, like, an easy... So, yeah. you know what? I'm going to start writing these girls down. I'm trying to see what they're doing because, truly, wh- why bother if you're not making money off of it? That's why I think mm-hmm. there's something in it for them, but I don't know. Just it's random so random thoughts on social media etiquette.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I don't... It stumps me because it's, like you would think Pinterest would do something about it and like I don't know. Yeah.
1: Like you can report it as copyright, which I feel like it is copyright. But then it's yeah. like Pinterest is this like inspo kind of free for all, but I just feel like they should crack down on stolen content.
0: Does anyone respond to you when you comment like this no. is my photo? No.
1: And I yeah, I haven't seen it yet, but But I have seen creators turn off comments on, like, my content. And so there's no way for me to comment on it. But it's not on every single pin that I've seen. So, like, I'm still commenting on the other ones. But if, I don't know, we'll see. I'm probably going to start messaging people directly because I just, I literally don't get it.
0: Honestly, they're probably not going to even read it or respond. I feel like for me, I just, like, start to report it. I know. Yeah. Like, I'm going to report your pin, and then if you don't do anything, I'm going to report your account. Yeah. Because, like, it's just rude at that point. Yeah. So,
1: I would just honestly,
0: like, you should reach out to Pinterest, I feel like, and, like, email them and, like, send them, like, links to pins that are, like, of you. And be, like, what are you guys doing to protect our created content? yeah
1: yeah exactly. and just like okay, see I what they say because totally yeah gonna, I'm putting this on my to-do list
0: <laughs> I feel like that's like super interesting so yes do that and then that way you can give us all like a follow-up update on what happens because yeah I that's will super annoying. it's mind-boggling honestly <laughs> yeah okay well that wraps up this week's episode last thing is listener of the week do you want to share our listener of the week this week yes
1: okay our listener of the week is emily her handle on instagram is at emma e-m-m-a leaf okay wait let me just spell it for you at e-m-m-a-l-e-e-f-r-o-e emily fro i think Not sure, but yeah, that's what I shout out to you, Emily. She is such a supportive queen. She is an active listener. She asks great questions, and we just really, really appreciate that. It truly makes us so happy when you guys are very active in our DMs, in our stories, in the questions. We really appreciate it. um Also, she is a Bay Area girly, and she is creating the cutest fall content and has really cute style. So. Shout out, Emily. We really appreciate you.
0: Yay. Yes. Love the support. Love the questions. It, like she said, makes our day. Mm-hmm. So keep it coming, girlies. Um, That is a wrap on this week's episode. I say this every week, I feel like, but like November's almost over. Like I'm so confused <laughs> I know. that like I, I know, feel so like I am. blinked and it's literally over um yeah so hope you guys have an amazing week we have our facebook group as always you guys can join it's the influence community and you can just chat in there find like-minded creatives hopefully you can find some girlies who are local you guys can meet up and shoot content with and yeah it's just like a really fun community and i'm trying to think anything else trip updates coming soon Mm. as soon as we have them get excited And, yeah, I hope you guys are having an amazing rest of your month and holidays in full swing and, yeah, sending love and light and wishing you guys good vibes for this week. And we'll chat in the next episode. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. We hope
1: you guys loved this episode.
0: Don't forget to subscribe for new episodes every Monday. Leave us a rating and review, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.